Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We continue our study in 1 Peter, uh, 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 13 to 17. You know, if you are a Christian, you are being watched, really. Someone is watching you to see if what you say matches what you believe. Uh, Christian, your eagerness to do good is being watched. Who is he that will harm you if you be followers of that which is good? Who would want to hurt you just because you want to do good? Your eagerness, although misunderstood, will be admired and respected. We live in a world controlled by an Eeyore attitude rather than a Tigger attitude. Zeal, enthusiasm, excitement, and eagerness are rarely seen in our day of apathetic, I don't care, whatever attitudes. The word followers comes from a very colorful Greek word uh, from which we get our word zealous. It has the idea of having a warm feeling or a hot desire. In a negative sense, it can be expressed by envy or jealousy, covetousness or indignation. In a positive light, it conveys a strong desire, a single-minded pursuit, and a willingness to fight for something. Some people eagerly desire sports. Some strongly pursue the latest fashion and clothes. Some will fight for the opportunity to make more money. If those closest to you were asked what you eagerly pursue, what would they say? Your eagerness to follow Christ will be evident by your joy in the face of suffering, your courage as you deal with intimidation, and your peace in the midst of hard and troubling times. Let me explain. Joy in the face of suffering. If you suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are you. It is easy to keep your joy and happiness when you know you have done right. Sin steals joy. When you are attacked for doing right, you may shake your head in amazement or roll your eyes in unbelief, but you don't get down, discouraged, or depressed. You are right. You have done right. Then the phrase, courage in the middle of intimidation, be not afraid of their terror. Do not run away when unbelievers are intimidating you. Don't let them scare you. What can they do? Your eagerness to do good intimidates them so they intimidate you. Your godly life scares them so they try to scare you out of it. Your courage wrapped in a confident smile and security is something they do not know how to handle. And then when we talk about peace in the midst of troubling times, neither be troubled. Are you a worrier? Is it easy for you to worry about your family, about your future, about finances, about everything? When we are troubled, our restless hearts are agitated internally. A troubled heart is not eagerly seeking to trust God. A troubled heart is not eager to thankfully pray and ask God to take control of the situation. A troubled heart is eager to be anxious, eager to fret, and eager to worry. Christian, your ready defense is being watched. Sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you the reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. If you know why you live the way you do, you can give a solid defense when you explain why you do what you do to others. Be ready. Prepare yourself right now to give your personal biblical philosophy of life or to share with others why you do what you do. When? Always, you should perpetually, incessantly, and invariably, at any and every time, be ready to give a solid defense of what you believe. Never allow weariness, moodiness, greediness, laziness, or any other selfish monster to consume your readiness. If you were asked today how you know you're going to heaven when you die, what, what would you say? 
than the what? To give a reason of the hope that you have in your heart. The word for reason is where we get our word apology, not excuse, but a logical reason and a solid defense for what you believe. We live in a hopeless world, and those who have hope are attractive to those who don't. Hope is a byproduct of trust. When I set apart the control of my heart and give it solely to Christ, my hope has to be in Him. After we have exhausted all physical possibilities and mentally see no way out of the situation and are literally kind of hanging on the end of a rope, then our Lord is our only hope. What situation are you presently facing in life where you must focus your hope on God and trust in Him? How do you do this? With meekness and fear. It is not our positions that drive people away, but our dispositions. A proud, arrogant, condescending attitude will negate your entire defense or reason. A humble, gentle, I want what is best for you attitude at least gives others a chance to listen to and respond to your defense. Meekness and fear describe someone who has a kind of a mildness and disposition and a gentleness and spirit. If we do not clothe the truth in love, we will be misunderstood. Hopeless, hateful people do not know how to handle loving, respectful, gentle responses. Then we have to ask the who, those who have sanctified the Lord God in their hearts. This phrase means to sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts or to set apart Christ as Lord. You have to choose whether you want Christ or the crowd to be the Lord or the master in your life. Who do you fear most? Who do you seek to please? Matthew Henry, the famous Bible commentator, he says it well when he writes, quote, We sanctify the Lord God in our hearts when we with sincerity and fervency adore him, when our thoughts of him are awful and reverent, when we rely upon his power, trust his faithfulness, submit to his wisdom, imitate his holiness, and give him the glory due to his most illustrious perfections. We sanctify God before others when our deportment is such as invites and encourages others to glorify and honor him. So I have to ask, who is Lord of your life? Christian, your godly behavior is being watched. Having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you as evildoers, they may be ashamed to falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. For it is better if the will of God be so that you suffer for well-doing than for evil-doing. Keep your conscience clear. Mark Twain once said, quote, Man is the only animal that blushes and the only animal that needs to. If your antagonists speak evil of you, someday they will be ashamed when they see your good life that you live. You know what God expects. If you never do evil, you can never be called an evildoer. Keep a clean conscience. Always remember what your conscience says is more important than what your neighbors say. Christian friends, you are being watched. Let's make sure that what we believe impacts what we say and what we do. Hey, our time's up for today. I hope you've enjoyed the meditation. Uh, but if you want any more help regarding maybe some meditations on uh, fear or worry or stress in your life, go to ranhummel.com. Uh, but I hope that today you have a really, really good day.